previously on the Smoking Hot Podcast. Who are you? I am the apocalypse. I am here to put an end to your reign. To our reign? What are you talking about? Everything I've done this year, every horrible plague I have dropped on this planet has affected everyone, everyone, but the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I created the coronavirus. Life as you knew it stopped. Businesses closed. Borders were shut down. And most important, shows were put on hold. Except yours. But now I've had it. I'm here to put the end to your reign. Hot toddy, from this point forward, the Smoking Hot Toddcast is mine. Oh my god. The apocalypse has taken over the show. What are we gonna do? The Smoking Hot Toddcast, normally heard at this time, will be delayed so that we may bring you this special Ollie report. Hi, I'm Ollie, and welcome to this special Ollie report. We're just moments away from an unprecedented event. For the first time in Smoking Hot Toddcast history, Hot Toddy will be giving a special state of the show address, where he will lay out the future of the show now that it is under full control of the apocalypse. Hot Toddy will deliver this message to the Toddcast team members as well as a packed audience, all of whom are not wearing masks. This was by order of the Apocalypse himself. He severely hates humanity for some reason. As we look in on where the speech will take place, we see the audience patiently waiting for Hot Toddy's entrance. We also see the other members of the Toddcast team, all except DJ Pork, who will be giving the rebuttal speech following tonight's address. And there, on the stage, in his throne above the podium where Hot Toddy will be speaking, is our great ruler, the Apocalypse, looking quite dashing in his new suit. Next to him, of course, is the death button. If at any time Hot Toddy says something the Apocalypse does not like, he can hit that button and end not just Hot Toddy's life, but our careers as well. So... There's that. Oh, it looks as though D.A. Williams has just stepped in. He will be announcing Hot Toddy's entrance. We take you there now live. Oh, great and powerful apocalypse, the host of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And there he is, the host of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, Hot Toddy. He looks very apprehensive walking down the aisle because, again, no one in the audience is wearing a mask. And it was required by the apocalypse that he shake hands with everyone he can. And there he goes. He's beginning to shake people's hands. Looks like a small tear is coming out of his eyes. (laughs) Now he's full on boohooing. I don't blame him. That looks horrible. He's continuing to shake hands and oh, okay, okay. So one guy appears to be doing the old fake-out routine, where you offer your hand, then just as your victim brings it down, you quickly pull it back up and slick back your hair. He appears to keep doing this. Hatati is starting to look irritated, and... And Hatati just punched the crap out of him. He seems to look a little happier now, so at least there's that. He's now making his way to the Toddcast team, where he hugs Miss Pingrino, Miranda, and Sheila... He shakes Doc Summit's hand while offering words of appreciation towards him. And now he is speaking with Orison Wells, who... Yes, rosebud frozen peas, full of country goodness and green penis. Wait, that's terrible. I quit. Just a handful for the road. <laughs> Apparently said that. Now Hot Toddy looks very happy. He now makes his way up on stage and bows to our great master. He walks up to him admiring his new suit. Ah! 
Toddy has made his way to the podium, where he will begin speaking. Let's listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so very much. Let me begin by saying, since I am giving the State of the Show address, I will not be giving my usual monologue. All right, all right, shut up. Lord. Anyway, I'd like to welcome you to the seventh season of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And thank you for joining me on this, my first State of the Show address. Before I go any further, there are some people I'd like to acknowledge. Oh, wait. It's just one person. Our, um, our, our great and powerful leader and savior, the Apocalypse. Without the Apocalypse's guidance, we would have been lost. This has truly been his year. But with the civil unrest, constant fires, hurricanes, Trump's insanity, and of course, the coronavirus. But all of that pales in comparison to his greatest accomplishment, his acquisition of the only show that seemed to not suffer from all of his greatness, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Yes, my friends, we have a fantastic show, but it can be even better, so saith the apocalypse. We selfishly went on, even during the pandemic, and still created great content, even if we had to social distance, but, uh, but the apocalypse said that wasn't right. We should, we should have suffered like all the other shows and podcasts had to. And now I, I, I see the error in my ways. <laughs> we are... Now in good and capable hands, we are now at the mercy of the apocalypse and whatever he needs us to do. Oh yeah. Our show will now prove that no one is able to escape the clutches of this horrible year, and so we must press on and do the best show we can under the extremely strict guidelines of our fearless leader, the apocalypse. And so now, on to this week's show. Since we have experienced an unprecedented year of changes, we thought we'd kick off our seventh season with a show dedicated to how it truly is the end of the world. Hence the title, It's the End of the World as We Know It. You will hear some of the major things that have happened this year that has made quite clear that we are not on a course to greatness, but instead straight down the toilet of failure. All done in our usual clever and entertaining way. And I promise this speech wasn't written and force-fed to me by the apocalypse. So sit back now and enjoy the first episode of the seventh season of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Thank you all, and God bless the apocalypse. 
give it the first state of the show address by Hot Toddy and the commencement of season seven of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. We will now join DJ Pork for his rebuttal to tonight's speech. This show sucks. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. the coroni. I mean the Renaco. I mean the coronavirus. Well, I hope you're happy, Sneezy. Now we're quarantined for two weeks and we'll miss out on precious gems from that mine. I know, right? We'll probably go broke. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we'll most likely lose the cottage. And all those gems are going to be dug up by our competitors, the Keeblers. Come on, guys. Nothing like that is going to happen. We're going to take the necessary two weeks off and then get right back to woke. I mean walk. I mean wrote. I mean, I'll fuck it. You know what I'm talking about. Look, I've apologized and apologized for this. I mean, it it could be worse. (laughs) You guys could have it. Oh, yeah. Yep, sure did. (sighs) That can only mean one thing. He has the horny cum. I mean the agoraphobe. I mean the Ragnarok. I mean, he has COVID. Several days later. Smazy, I'm gonna get... Kill you! You know something? If I had the strength, I would too! (sighs) Aren't you the happy one? Don't push me or you'll be next! Blast me. Oh, come on, guys. You can't blame Sneezy. This COVID thing is all around. We were bound to get it eventually. Exactly. 
And now you know how I feel on a daily basis. Bitch, I want to sleep all the time. Try falling asleep with a pickaxe in your hand. Then come talk to me. You want a piece of me? I thought you'd never ask. Bring it on! Stop, stop, stop. Now come on. We got to band together and beat this thing. Doug is right. We need to put our differences aside and fight this. That's the only way to survive it. Sure. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but... Group hug, guys. Bring it in. Oh, of course. I'm sorry. Me too. Hey, Dopey, get in the hug. Dead. You're literally talking. Green penis. Yeah, okay. Hello, my lovely little friends. How are you today? Um, uh, Snow White? What are you doing here? I just wanted to say hello before the prince and I went on our honeymoon. Well, I got some bad news for you. You ain't going on no honeymoon. What do you mean? We're quarantined because we all have the coronavirus. And now you do too. Come again? We're all quarantined because we have COVID. And now you've been exposed. Which means you're going to be spending a lot more time with us. Congratulations. I can't spend two weeks here. I gotta go on my honeymoon. I'm afraid that's out of the question, Snow White. I'm sorry. Well, maybe if I just leave now, I can... Snow White, hurry, my love. It's time to depart. Oh, boy. Welp, that's the end of that. Well, at least we'll all be quarantined together. Hey, guys, it's the Huntsman. Quarantine. Hello, my pretty. Quarantine. It is all the magic mirror. Quarantine. Hi, I'm Emily Fleming from Good Mythical Morning, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Spoken Hot Podcast. Well, if there's one thing that the apocalypse can't take away from us, it's celebrating Miss Pingrino's birthday. Although, we're doing it in secret, so don't tell him, okay? Okay, I won't tell him. Okay, don't go. Hi, Teeps the cat. Say hi. Let's see one mile. But she's here. Teeps the cat is here. And I'm here with Miss Pingrino. Say Say hi. Hello. Don't scream just because she bites you. She bit me. That's what I'm saying. Don't just scream because she bites you. She bit me. Anyway, Miss Pingrino. Yeah. Oh, goodbye. We're here for a reason. Because it's my birthday. That's right. It's become a tradition on the Toddcast that on the first episode of the season, we celebrate your birthday. My birthday. And you turned 62 today. No. A little bit? No. What'd you turn today? 31. What was it? What is today? It We're is actually recording today. on her birthday. It's August 31st right now. Uh, you're listening to this on September 3rd or later uh, because that's when the episode uh, uh, posts. But uh, but today is Miss Pingrino's birthday and we're celebrating. And first of all, tell, tell the world what you did over the weekend. Well, first off, let me start with it's my golden birthday. Explain that. So apparently this is a Louisiana thing. And I didn't know that. But anyways, so a golden birthday is when you turn the age of the day you were born. So I was born on the 31st. So my golden birthday is when I turn the age 31. Hence this year, 31 on 31. My golden birthday would have been in 2012 because I turned 23 on the 23rd. Yes. Of April, not August. Absolutely, yes. But tell everybody what you did this weekend. So this weekend, 
we went on a little overnight girls trip to Harris Casino in North Carolina and I lost money. It was it was a little sad, but how much money did you lose? It's 40 bucks. That's not great. No, it's not great. 40 bucks. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's X Games mode. Yeah. Anyways. Ah. But we we drove up there and hold on. Get get the yawn out. Now you're giving me Oh, now you're yawning. So we went up there and well the first thing we did was we went in the pool, which they had an indoor pool. Nice. They had an outdoor one too, but we went in the indoor one. Yeah. And we were the only freaking people in there. There were like kids in there before, like three. But they got out as soon as basically we got in and it was great. We had the whole pool to ourselves. Stop yawning on my show. I can't help it. And it was wonderful. We stayed in there for a couple hours and then we're like, oh, we're going to go eat. We're going to get dressed up real nice and then we're going to go eat and then we're going to go to the casino. And we were going to go to the buffet. The buffet was closed because of COVID. Right. That's a sad day. That's a sad day, actually. Um, So we went to their Italian restaurant instead, which I had a wonderful Caesar salad. Uh, Me and our friend Steph split... A lobster and shrimp uh, fettuccine, but it was super, super salty. <laughs> it was not that great. Um, the shrimp and the lobster was great out of it, but it was real salty, the pasta. And then to finish it out, I had a molten chocolate cake for dessert. Now that was freaking fantastic. <laughs> so good. Uh, then we went to the casino. I only lost $40, which only is... Only $40. I mean, that's pretty good for me. Normally, when I used to go with my parents and my grandma and my grandpa, like, I would gamble in a couple hundred dollars. God, heaven. But it wasn't my money. This time, it was my money, so that made the difference. Oh, my God. Um, we then were going to play a game in the hotel room, but everybody kind of fell asleep because at this point, it was like almost one in the morning. Y'all are wild children if you stay awake that long. You guys never stay awake that long. We don't. Uh, Stop yawning. I'm sorry. She's yawning, Tibbs. Um, And then today, we drove back and we went to Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg for a little bit. What? Yeah. That's where we were for the escape room. I did not realize that. Oh, yep. We went to Gatlinburg for the escape room, which we walked around. I got some ice cream from Chocolate Monkey. Your favorite. I look hot. Chocolate Monkey is so good, guys. And their ice cream's freaking fantastic. Do you want to know what flavors I had? What'd you have? So the first one was just kind of a normal one. was cookie dough. Mm-hmm. The second one was a peanut butter bullseye, which is basically peanut butter chunks and peanut butter buckeye pieces oh my god and ice cream it was amazing absolutely amazing so if you haven't been catching this on our live shows i've been on a diet so i haven't been you know super hardcore on that i splurged a little bit for my birthday and it was wonderful it was absolutely wonderful don't check the scales for a few days please yeah i'm gonna need that to come back into 
come back into play. Yeah. Um, we walked around to some of the stores for a little bit, and then we went to Gatlin's escape room. Well, rooms, but we only went to one of the rooms. We went to the Hyde House excursion, which is a haunted house of where the the young daughter Isabella of the family goes missing and so they leave the house because paranormal things start happening because she went missing and so you basically have to help she she is almost like your tour guide to this yeah. um, but she's haunting and scaring the freaking poop out of you um, she wants you to find her doll and give it back to her so it was pretty awesome we made it out with 10 minutes to spare um, we had a little help. We had like we got maybe one or two clues, um, but it was it, it got kind of scary at some point. Stephanie almost tackled Kelly because they started banging on the door and she wasn't ready for it. And she was like, "Move, bitch! I'm running! I'm running!" <laughs> Wait a minute. So okay, so who was all on this trip then? So it was me, my best friend Steph, um, our good friend Amanda, and our friend Kelly. I thought it was just the three of you, so... Kelly joined in, too. So Kelly was with you, huh? Yes, Kelly was with me. Okay, great. That's great. So it was a fun girls weekend, huh? Yes, absolutely. Good, and and that was all in celebration of your birthday. Yep. And uh, happy birthday. Thank you. And that's it. Get off my fucking show. No, where's my presents? Oh, that's right. You, You need more. Okay, well, it is now tradition continues as we now give you your presents for your birthday. This is from me. Okay, well also one of my presents, which you guys can't see because this is not a visual medium. As Pork would say, DJ Pork. Um, Also my my crime podcast say that. They stole it from Pork. He can sue. Anyways, um, Hot Toddy took me to get my nails and my toes done. Oh, that's right. Pedicure Manny Petty. Yes. And they're beautiful. They're sparkly uh, black. It's pretty. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, now let's open this one. All right. So yeah, that was that was one of her gifts. Now this is the second gift. This is the weirdest gift <laughs> that I've ever been asked to get somebody. Yeah. What 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 is it, Miss Pingrino? It's a fanny pack. <laughs> she wanted a fanny pack. It's 2020. <laughs> We're in the middle of a pandemic, and she wants a fanny pack. You're darn tootin'. I want a fanny pack. Well, why? Okay, so guys, I got my new job, and I now have to wear dress clothes, and my dress... And a fanny pack somehow fits in with this. My dress clothes have no pockets, because to all the ladies out there, we know that almost 99% of women's dress pants do not come with pockets. And it stinks. And it sucks. It sucks. Because yeah. I need to hold things while I'm at work, and I have no pockets to hold them. So I was, like, tucking them in my waistband, and they kept falling down my pants. So I wanted a fanny pack to where I could hold stuff. It is a very pretty uh, fanny pack. It's right. flowery. It's, got, it's nice. It's got a little... Because it's technically made for working out, so it's got a little soft cushion that helps absorb sweat. That's fantastic. And then it's kind of like a flat fanny pack. It's not, it doesn't like stick out really far. That was one thing I really liked about it. 
I mean, I can make it stick out because you can have, look at look how big that is. That is a pretty big uh, fanny pack. I'll say. You can that. like stick a whole bunch of shit in there. You can stick a big old dick in there. Okay, well, you know that went too far. That that took it. That took that took a turn. Is that what you're saying? That took a turn. So. Okay. Um, I'm really excited about this. Thank you. You're welcome. And there is one more gift, but it was not properly. Uh, packaged. Uh, packaged well by my mother. This is my parents' gift to you. So, okay. what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna stand up here and you hold the mic and I'll be right back. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh. I see a bag. See a bag. It says happy birthday. Alright, so. We'll start with the card. I can't even sit down because I'm telling you. I'll you'll... say first things first. Your mom finally has spelled my name right. All right. Hey, my my mom finally spelled her name right after six years. <laughs> so it says from the two of us, and there's two adorable little d- pog, pog, pug doggies eating a cupcake. Beautiful. Celebrate yourself today and do all of your favorite things. Because we think you're special and deserve the best things in life. Love, Mr. Greg and Dis- Miss Denise. And ooh, we got a Texas Roadhouse card. But that's just the beginning. Yeah, we're going to eat for free. Yeah. And then what is your second gift? A second it, gift. It's a heavy card. one. <gasps> OMG. Tell the world. Guys. Guys. It is the Impractical Jokers. Freaking board game. Freaking board game. I didn't even know this existed until just like a few days ago. I knew it existed, but like I didn't. I thought it was still in the making. I didn't think it came out. It. it well, it came out, and we, and we got it. Oh my gosh. So now, the, the, this game will most likely be featured on a future Game Edition episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, a live one, probably, too, so you all can see it. But uh, just give everybody a general idea of what's to come in this game. Okay. You know? So here's what the back says, because that's what tells you what you're going to do. Uh, think you got what it takes to be a Joker? Prove it. Phase one. Undercover Jokers. Each undercover player must pull off challenges on unsuspecting friends. So phase two, one-up showdown. Once the gag is up, players complete to match awkward one-liners with funny scenarios. Um, let's see, phase three, punishments. The night's biggest loser is subject to a surprise punishment of epic proportions. So it's built just like the television show. It looks like it. So this is going to be interesting. Like I said, this will be featured on a future live game edition episode of the show. And we're going to be punished challenge cards it says talk about a recent funeral you went to and at one point say for some reason it got me really steamy yikes maybe don't do that start itching your hair and say i'm about 80 percent sure i have lice ah. i've had it in i had it in high school and it felt like this a lot oh jesus christ speak about the recept reception in your home yeah Speak about the reception in your home, except call it recession. Make this mistake at least three times. Oh, no, that sounds like fun. Man, the recession in this home is ridiculous. Yeah, right? Actually, I, I, I don't experience a recession. You're the one that always has a recession. 
Yeah. When I try to play my games, the recession kills me. Ah, badum. Hey. hey, jokes. Well, there you go, Miss Pingrino. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll have to text your parents. Oh, I will, yeah. Manny Petty. Manny Petty. Uh, 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 Fanny Pack and pra- Practical Jokers game. Trip to Harrah's Casino in North Carolina. And you haven't even gotten Miranda's gift yet. So there's still there's still presents on the way, Miss Pingrino. Woo! Presents. But anyway, until then, happy birthday. Happy 31st. Yay! You're getting old like the rest of us. Not getting old. Getting young. No, then you'd be Benjamin Button, and that's not a thing. (laughs) Darn. Well, tits. Well, tits. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're listening to the Smokey Light Podcast. my rights. Come again? I have my rights. You can't force me to wear this mask. It's against the law. But it's literally what keeps you alive. That's what they want you to think, but they're using it to control me. Well, I mean, Palpatine controlled you even without the mask, but he also saved your life because without the mask, you would have died. No! Wearing the mask is what's killing me. The medical doctor, who spent years studying medicine and understanding how the human body works, eventually getting his degree and becoming a galactic-renowned physician, should be arrested for crimes against humanity. I see. I have a medical condition that does not allow me to wear a mask! Your condition literally requires you to wear a mask. I've been poisoned! Do you not understand that, Luke? They are trying to poison me by making me wear this mask! We really don't have time to argue. We need to get off the- 5G, Luke! It's coming! They're going to microchip us all and scan us wherever we go by taking our temperature. I... I don't know how to respond. Bill Gates! I'm sorry? Bill Gates is behind all of this. He wants to rule the galaxy. He has foreseen this. He wanted the Emperor out of the way so he could take over. But not before he 5 Jesus. I think I'm gonna go. Wayfair! They're selling children through Wayfair! Well, they do have just what you need. And you know what? If they had a vaccine that would have cured me of my severe burns, wouldn't have taken it. I don't know what's in those things. They could be putting cancer into my system. They're out to get us! Father, they're not out to get us. Believe me, the mask is helping you stay alive. Bill Gates isn't trying to do anything. 5G isn't going to enter your body. None of that is going to happen. If we leave the mask on, you're going to live. You'll be fine. We can mend everything that Palpatine has done to you. But if I take this mask off, you will be lost. Now please, Father, let me help you. They want to throw God's wonderful breathing system out the door. Okay, that's it. Dumbass. Coronavirus! (laughs) 
The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to an all-new Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. And I'm Ollie Baskets! That's right, Ollie. Welcome to the first Ollie Report of the seventh season of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, now under new management. Praise be our powerful and great leader, the Apocalypse. That's right, Hot Toddy. Station, where would we be without our Lord and Savior, the Apocalypse? Boy, I don't know, Ollie. I, uh, I just don't know. Me neither. Anyway, per the arrangement of our new management, the Ollie Report is getting tweaked a little bit. You'll probably notice that we are introducing Ollie covering a story this week. Right, Hot Toddy. Normally I would be out in the field covering a story, but not today. New rules have been implemented to where I'm no longer allowed to do anything, ever, unless it's severely dangerous. Hashtag do it. That's right, Ollie. Per the new guidelines of the Ollie Report, we will now sit back and listen to God knows how many minutes of our President Donald Trump rambling on about some nonsense. Hot Toddy, no, 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 you can't say that. No, Ollie, I refuse to say anything nice here. You have to, Hot Toddy, or the apocalypse will kill us, or worse, he'll cancel the Ollie Report. How is that worse? Just do it! All right, fine. For the next few minutes now, you will listen to our president, Donald Trump, talk about some of the major issues of our nation and how he's covering them so well. Right, Ollie? Ollie? I said you had to change what you said. I didn't say I was going to agree with it. Ollie! Here's the president, Baskets! Hello, my fellow Americans. It's good to be back here on the Ollie Report, even though they are fake news frauds. You're fake news. You're fake news. Yeah! We're fake news. Uh-huh. <laughs> Boy, I love this apocalypse guy, and we're honored to have his support in our new campaign. For 2020, keep Mark great. Well, let's get on into the issues now. The coronavirus... Fake news. All this talk about people who are getting the coronavirus, but we're flattening the curve. We're flattening the curve. Because we're not testing as much. Because, you see, look, I don't, I don't think you understand the full logic of this, okay? If you don't test people, you don't got cases. You don't got cases. And all we want to do is focus on the thousands upon thousands of people who've died from coronavirus, but ignore the 8 billion people in America that have survived it, and the 100 billion people that didn't even have it. They don't have it. That's why we are so proud that we got all schools back open. That's right. Now, it's true many of them had to close down because coronavirus took back over, but we needed to get the schools back open. But here's the drill. Are you ready for this? We might need to postpone the election because uh, coronavirus is out there and it it could get you. you damn right. It makes sense. It makes sense. Open schools, postpone the election. And black lives matter. Black lives matter. All lives matter. There, I'm just going to say it. All lives matter. All these people riding out there 
tearing up property just because some blackens got killed out there. If you don't commit a crime, the police won't get you. That's why I'm so proud to be associated with Kyle Rittenhouse. That's right. He's a patriot. He's a hero. He killed innocent people because they were trying to voice their opinions. We don't want that in this country. Bottom line is, you can't justify murder with property damage. Even though you can justify murder for property damage. Yeah, that's right. It makes sense. And have you heard the news? I bet you haven't even heard the news. People in the dark shadows, they're the ones controlling Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. There, I said it. Now look, what we I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. It's under investigation. It's under investigation. But people in the dark shadows, they're controlling Joe Biden. And don't even get me started on Bill Gates. Okay, well, Mr. President, unfortunately, we've run out of time, but thank you for your glorious sentiments. You don't mean that, Hot Toddy. Of course I do, Mr. President. What do you think of the apocalypse? All hail the apocalypse. That's what I thought. Trump Apocalypse 2020. Keep the planet right. Thank you. God bless America. And most of all, God bless me. See ya, everybody. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States speaking on the Ollie Report. Boy, I feel enlightened. Don't you, Hot Toddy? That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Orson Welles, Smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, uh, do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! Hello and welcome to Karen's in the Wild, the show that closely observes Karen's interacting with other human beings. We see this Karen in her natural habitat, a restaurant. She has just finished her meal, literally ate every bite of her food, but you guessed it, she is not satisfied. So, how was everything? Uh, well, other than the fact that the noodles were soggy and the sauce tasted like paste and the service was awful, I mean, I guess everything's great. Oh, well, I'm sorry, is there anything I can do? Yes, I'd like for my meal to be free because it was all unacceptable. Well, we can't do that, I mean. You ate everything, so there's no proof that it was bad. Now the Karen unleashes her mighty roar. I'm gonna need to speak to your manager. The windows rattle, the floor shakes, and the knees tremble at the sound of the almighty Karen. She unleashes herself onto her prey, and sadly, this waitress had no chance. We find our next Karen on the streets. She's hovering around people, trying to live their lives. 
Yes? It's illegal to sit on that bench. You know that, right? Um, well, it's not, actually. It's public property. I can sit on it if I want. No, no you can't. This is a private bench reserved for employees of this business only. You can't sit there. Lady, it literally says public bench on the back. I don't care what it says. I said it's private, so get up. Okay, I'm not going to get up because I don't have to. Either get up or I can call the police and they can pick you up. Okay, call them. All right, I will. Get that phone out of my face. You have no right to film me. It is illegal to do so without my permission. Ah, yes, the most well-known Karen defense mechanism, saying that it is illegal to film her. Unfortunately, it's the weakest defense the Karen has because it actually isn't illegal. I can film you if I want to. No, you can't. Now the Karen is using her most desperate defense mechanism, the shove directly into the phone. She thinks by doing this, she is coming off as tough. However, she has just committed a crime, which is ironic because she just accused her prey of committing a crime. That's assault! That's assault right there! I don't care! He attacked me! Take him to jail! He's committed so many crimes! This is where the Karen has given up because she's now playing a victim, even though there is proof to the contrary. Um, ma'am, I saw the video. You're gonna have to come with us. Sadly, that Karen did not get to feast. Our next Karen can be found at an apartment complex. I'm sorry, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I've never seen you. So how do I know that you live here? This Karen is speaking to a fellow tenant of whom she has never met. So because of this, she is standing her ground and marking her territory by automatically assuming that this person doesn't live here. Therefore, she is not allowing them to come inside. This woman won't stop speaking, so we can only hear one side of the conversation. I'm just doing this to protect myself and the other tenants. Do you have any ID? Can you prove that you live here? I've never seen anyone that looks like you come here before. Oh. Did I mention the person she's talking to is a different race? Well, I'm sorry you don't like this. Maybe you should go back to where you came from. Yeah, yeah, sorry. All lives matter. Unless, of course, we're talking about bashing gay people because I thrive on that, so they don't matter. Or immigrants, or Democrats, or millennials. I think you get the picture with that, Karen. She's nuts. But if you think she's bad, just wait for our final Karen. We'll find her at a grocery store. This Karen is trying to be muzzled by Wranglers, but she's putting up a fight. How dare you ask me to put on a mask? You are violating my constitutional rights. There is no law that says I have to wear a mask. Ma'am, you're gonna have to leave if you don't put it on. So let me get this straight. You're not gonna sell me all this stuff I just picked up because I won't wear a mask? That's correct. Nazis! That's what you all are! Nazis! Bill Gates and George Soros is doing all of this to us, and you don't care. You're going right along with it. Do your research. Know your facts. The Karen is putting up a huge fight, and she uses one of her most deadly weapons against her attackers, her social media facts. She spews out her venomous takes on Bill Gates and George Soros, which will slightly confuse her attackers for a second, but then they bounce back just as she hits them again with knowing their facts. Now they have no idea what's going on. Is this the end for the Wranglers? When you wear a mask, you're breathing in your own antibodies and carbon dioxide. And Rick and Morty and Batman and Texaco, and that causes gayness to happen. 
And just like that, the Wranglers are back on track. Get the fuck out of the store! Fine! I'm never shopping here again! And just as the Wranglers throw the Karen out of the building, she hints at a looming danger for the future, the lack of her business. Thus once again proving that Karens are some of the most vicious creatures in the world. That's it for this week. Join me next time as we take another rousing look at Karens in the Wild. You're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Orgies, your thoughts. I saw a little Denise what? scooter today. Not your, not your thoughts. No. Orgies, your thoughts. <laughs> Orgies? Yeah, I'm just starting a conversation. What'd you say, I think they're unsafe in this time of COVID. I sold yeah. one knee scooter. Knee scooter. Like for when people break their ankles or something, they put their leg on the knee and go, Wee! Like I know what, I know what they are. Where'd you find one to sell? We have them at work. I sold it at work. Go to the kitchen. I'm, I'm, you go to the you're, kitchen. you're annoying me now. I, you, you sell them at work? Yeah. So that you have them at the store? Yeah. So why are you excited that you sold no, one? Because I How's work been going? Oh, that's right. You're not a pharmacy uh, tech anymore. No. Sorry, that's right. Yeah, she's a she's uh, a she's a customer I consultant. Guess speaking speaking of orgies. whatever, care concierge, whatever. She helps out the customer, so she's excited about. What? I'm gonna shut off your mic, and I can't and I can't even and I can't even do it. Wait, you're he was in an orgy once. Yeah, no. you were just talking about nonsense. Now you shushy and we'll shut off your mic. No, you can't shut off my mic because I'm in control of the mics around here. I'll shut All off right, these speakers. Sure. I'll shut off these speakers. They can't hear. No, you know what? They don't get to hear. I shut them off. I can't hear you. It's over now. Fine, no fine. Can't store. Store. Okay, now go ahead. Orgy story. You were in an orgy port? Well, it's, not, it's not really an orgy story at all. It's more, there's a new waitress at work who uh, she she asked me the other day, hey, have you ever messed around with anybody at work? And I was like, no. And she she said, why not? I was like, I don't really like having my name through the going through the grapevine. She's like, oh, that's really cool. You and me should share bitches. And I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Wait, share bitches or digits? No, he said the first bitches. one. Bitches. <laughs> Wait, so share, um, oh, share women or share phone numbers? Women. Share women. Bitches. Oh. The B. Share bitches. How many times I got to say it? I don't understand how that makes sense. Not me. <laughs> I don't understand how she came there. Wait, this, yeah, that's a girl. Wait a minute, she's a girl. I just, it just hit me now, yeah. No, no, I just don't understand how, if you don't want your name through the grapevine, them sharing girls would accomplish that so i take it she's not growing the grapevine i guess because she i guess because she thought she she's like yeah i feel the same way i I feel like we get along we should um (laughs) we should share the girls i guess so she's in wait two weeks before she's drunk and hitting on pork while he's giving her a ride wait 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 so she's inviting (laughs) you to threesomes and whatnot Well, she didn't. That wasn't really necessarily an invitation. It's. It sounded like one. It sure sounded like one. 
I didn't think it was sharing the same a, time. I thought it was like at separate times. No, well, that's what I. Did not do any yeah. follow up. Well, that, that that's what I thought at first. But the more he talks about it, the more it sounds like he wants she wants him to join her and her bitches. I guess you're gonna I have to find out. Was she? Yeah, yeah. If you ask, yeah, exactly. I think, if you, I think she wants to hang out. Like this, this is apocalypse here, and this is, and we're in pandemic times, and she's kind of a wild child, and I'm just kind of like, oh, this is not a good time to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Pork, you can you can get a little bit of COVID to get some action. <laughs> Sorry. You're healthy and young. You'll no. be fine. You should be willing to get a little COVID. No. <laughs> There's Division One athletes that are healthy and young that are getting heart conditions. I'm, I'm no, <laughs> no, oh. But you don't have a heart condition. No, I'm saying there's Division One athletes that are developing heart conditions because of COVID. Yeah. I still think for for pork, it's worth the risk. Well, just ask her Mask to get up and glove up and get in there. Here's what you do: you be like, look, if if you want to do any, if you want us to do anything, I'm gonna need a test. I'm gonna need the COVID test. And then send her to the torture chamber one I went to, because if she's willing to go through that, she's for real. No, don't do that. That's just cruel. That's cruel to anybody. <laughs> it's just not right. Uh, yeah. Well, she's also 22 and I'm 30, and it just sounds so. I'm just like matters. This voice in the back of my head said, up." <laughs> matters little. Uh, because you're yeah, eight years is really not that different. No, and again, you're single. No, you're adult. You're single, and, I feel and it. but no, but you're single. They're not asking you to go out and carouse bars and stuff. Because even I'd be like, no. You're not picking her up at the high school. Well, there, there's that too. I wasn't gonna go down that level. I wasn't gonna go down that road. But Sheila went right there. I was just saying that they're not. <laughs> a, they're not asking you to go do a bunch of stuff. She's just like, hey, you want a frig? Come frig with me and the bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like you guys are, like, setting me up for a trap. What trap? She's of legal age, and she's asking you to go have some fun. What's the trap? She's she's not underage. I ain't Chris Hansen sitting here asking you to take a seat. I'm just saying, go go have some fun. She didn't come in and say, I need to go get the lemonade, so you know you're safe. I don't know what that means, but yes. That's what they always did on To Catch a Predator. The little, the quote little girl would be like, I've got to go get the lemonade. And out would come Chris Hansen and be like, I need you to take a seat. That's right. Yeah. Like, have have a chocolate chip. Have a chocolate chip cookie. I just made them. They're fresh. Yep. What we're, what we're, what we're, get wet. That's what we're saying. Get it wet. I'm saying just get just get hazmat suits for everyone involved because you only need like the important parts showing and go at it in your yellow rubber suit. One word, pork. Wop. Wop. And they don't carry theirs in their purse, so that's that that's that's good. Dangly thing in the back of your throat. <laughs> Go get in there, King Cobra. 
I don't want to think about is that. that. I haven't heard the song. I know, I know the wasp, yeah. but I, is that in the song? Yes. Yes. And dangly okay. thing in the back of your throat, uh, all of that. Hey, this is Michael Carbonaro from the Carbonaro Effect, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. So we're going to slow the show down a, a little bit here. Uh, I know we've been having a lot of fun this week, you know, talking about how the world feels like it's ending. Uh, and, and we did it. We've done it in kind of a joking way, talking about, you know, the COVID situation. And then even though there is the COVID situation, there's people who refuse to wear masks and, and, and the Karens and everything. We've been having fun. But now I want to get serious and, and talk about something that is very important that happened right at the tail end of last season. It, it happened right before the season finale, and uh, we addressed it a little bit on the anniversary special, uh, and at the time, it was not as big as what it ended up being, uh, and as, as big and important as it ended up being, and now it's extremely important, and it's it's gone beyond discussion. This is something that needed to happen, and I'm very glad that it did. I'm talking, of course, about the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, you know, Black Lives Matter has been around for the last six or so years, uh, but it really came to a head after the death of George Floyd back in May. And we here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast completely stand in solidarity uh, with Black Lives Matter and, and, and everything that it stands for, because this is a very real pandemic within itself. Uh, you know, innocent people are being killed by police officers. Now, I'm not one to say that all police are bad. I, I have law enforcement within my family, and the person who was in law enforcement is a wonderful person, and, and I love him to death. But for every good cop, there is a bad cop, and we have seen that in the last few months. Um, you know, there's been stuff that's come out in the wake of George Floyd's death, of course, you know, that, that he had a he had a record and whatever. And But the, the point of the matter is, is that nobody is guilty until they are proven guilty. And even if someone is guilty, unless they're waving a gun around saying, I'm going to kill you, the cops have no right to kill that person. And I think that's the message that gets muddled with people who are against Black Lives Matter, because they seem to think that that slogan means just that, that black only black lives matter. It doesn't. From the, from the get-go, anybody who stops and thinks for a second would know that that means Black Lives Matter too. That's what the statement stands for. It's not just only Black Lives Matter. No, it's, it's, it, it is the statement, all lives matter, but Black Lives Matter too. You seem to forget that Black Lives Matter, and that's what this is about. It's not about tearing down the foundation of your life. It means... It's time to change things that have gone, you know, swept under the rug for too long. And that's what I love about this movement is that it's changing perspectives or trying to. And it's not dying down, which it shouldn't. It should continue as full force as it can. Because, again, we, we lose perspective. We forget sometimes that police even though they are our everyday heroes, they can also turn into our everyday enemies if we're not careful. Just last week, we had the Kyle Rittenhouse kid who went into a Black Lives Matter protest and just started killing people. This person wanted to be a police officer and was in the process of becoming one. Was I think it said like a year away from becoming somebody who could legally carry a gun as part of their job and could legally fire it if they feel they need to. 
and this person went into a protest that had nothing to do with him and decided to kill people. So, you know, you got to remember that people who think along those lines are, are trying to become our future law enforcement. And that's scary as hell. And so that's why this movement is so important. That's why we have to progress and, and move away from the old standard. You know, the, the, the murderers of Breonna Taylor still have not been arrested. Breonna Taylor got murdered in March and she, and her killers are still not arrested. Now, some stuff has come out about Breonna Taylor too, that she may have been dealing drugs or whatever. Again, the point of this is that nobody is guilty until they are proven guilty. You don't bust into somebody's house and just start shooting. That's illegal and abuse of force. Oh, and it's also called murder. They murdered Breonna Taylor, however however you want to look at it. They murdered her. And her murderers are essentially still on the run. They don't have to run because of their job and their skin color, but they're, they're still out there. And just recently, we had the paralyzation, not the death, thank God, but we still had the paralyzation of Jacob Blake, who was only trying to protect his children. But all, all these stories get so convoluted to make him look like a criminal. And to try to protect the police, it's this is what's so scary. Somebody said it best on Twitter. Uh, after all the police, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm, obviously I'm not quoting, but the police have watched all these protests go down over the summer. They've seen the backlash from people who think they are overstepping their boundaries and acting completely out of the character they're supposed to be acting in. And yet they still have no qualms about shooting at protesters and that should give you some pause about where they are at and and i can't disagree you know again i i'm i'm not i I know it sounds like i'm completely destroying police officers here and law enforcement in general uh but i'm not because again i i grew up with law enforcement in my family there were so many great men and women that i saw come out of law enforcement but things are changing tides are changing and I mean, one woman even, who was that speaker at the Republican National Convention who said that her brown son was more likely to commit a crime than her white sons? That's just how people like that think. And that's what Black Lives Matter is about. It's trying to change that perspective. Let's change that idea. Because it's insane. And one of the last things I'll touch on here is, you know, in the middle of the Black Lives Matter movement, you, you had this poor, innocent little boy named Cannon Hinton who was killed by his black neighbor, And the man admitted that he killed him because he was white. And, you know, conservatives all over the country said, oh, look, see, see, that happens. And you're not going to say anything about that because you hate white people and love black people or whatever. Where's where's the outcry for him? Where where is the where is the movement for him? And we have to say the following to people like this, because, again, it gets all of this gets lost in translation. It gets lost in in understanding this child's murder was vicious. It was evil. It should have never happened. This child, his family, none of them deserved this pain. And the monster that did this will rot in prison. And I hope every single day he sees that little boy's face in his, in his mind. But you can't use his murder as a pawn in a race war. A criminal killed this kid. Not a police officer who swore under oath to protect and serve, but just ends up murdering. The family doesn't have to fight for justice because that guy got caught and was taken away. The murderers of Breonna Taylor 
are still out there. There are still so many cops that have done horrible things that have not had to face the music. But that's the problem. People keep using this child as part of a political agenda. Don't do that. You're not going to see outrage for his death because what's the outrage? He was murdered, which was awful, but his killer was caught and taken away. But there are black people out there who have not had the same outcome. And that's why Black Lives Matter exists. But all these people who are so racist and have shown their true colors over the, not just these last few months, but over the last few years, they are part of the cause of why it's the end of the world as we know it. It, At times it feels like humanity is falling apart. And this is an amazing example of that. So I just wanted to throw in my two cents worth. uh, And I just wanted to give my love to Black Lives Matter because I think it's a very important cause. And, you know, regardless of what you think of the actual organization, the movement itself is groundbreaking and it's incredible. I I bought a pin (laughs) earlier this year that really sums up the 2020 perfectly. It says, wash your hands and don't be a racist. Words to live by. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this soup make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. The following is a song that I think sums up our feelings of 2020 at its best. Actually, it sums up our feelings of the people who make me think that it is the end of the world as we know it. I mean, it just sums up the situation that we're in. It's the people who are not making America great again. That's right. Uh, So enjoy this song by Thomas Benjamin Wild Esquire. Go check out his YouTube page, Thomas Benjamin Wild Esquire dash topic for all his fantastic songs. But please sit back and enjoy this song from him. It needs no introduction. You'll get it real fast. And I've tried even more I've cried, cried, cried And I can't recall what for I've pressed, I've pushed, I've yelled I've begged in hopes of some success But the inevitable fact is that It never will impress I've no more fucks to give My fucks have runneth dry I've tried to go fuck shopping But there's no fucks left to buy I've no more fucks to give Though more fucks I've tried to get I'm over my fuck budget And I'm now in fucking debt I strive, strive, strive To get everything done I've played by all the rules But I very rarely won I've smiled, I've charmed, I've wooed And laughed, alas, to no avail I've run round like a moron To unequivocally fail I've no more fucks to give My fuck fuse has just blown I've been hunting for my fucks all day But they've upped and fucked off home I've no more fucks to give My fuck rations are depleted I've rallied my fuck army But it's been fucking defeated The effort has just not been worth the time Or the expense I've exhausted all my energy Distinct lack of acknowledgement 
Okay, well, we certainly hope you enjoyed the first episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast under its new management of the apocalypse. I, I was told I'm not allowed to promote anybody's social media or anything like that anymore. I am only allowed to read the following. <clears throat> All hail the great apocalypse, for as it brings its inevitable doomsday to our planet, we rejoice and say thank you to our great savior well there you go we sure do love the apocalypse on this show he's great well thanks for joining us this week we'll see you next week on another great episode of the smoking hot toddcast i want to die